Hey. 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 That was fun. That's a fun little tune. Welcome to this episode of Action Features where we're going to talk about the G.I. Joe animated movie. Psych, just kidding. We're not going to do it. We're, we're not. We said we were, but now we're not. Because, you know, things happen and you decide, hey, why don't we do it every other episode instead of just every episode? We're supposed to do every other. That's what we decided. Plus, I got to tell you, it was a lackluster response to the Schumacher episodes. I'll, t- I'll tell you why, I think. Why? Be- because it wasn't any fun. Because it wasn't any fun. Yeah. Well, the episode I think was fun. I don't know if it was. Oh come on, that was fun. It w- it might have been fun for us. I, I had a fun. I think uh, I had a fun. I know I I I, I for one was uh, I hate I made it known that I hate those films. I didn't yeah. realize how much I hated those films. Well, maybe you didn't I, have fun because you came to a realization that you hadn't had before. Maybe I thought I would be have more fun joking when I did have fun when we were joking about stuff. Yeah. Um, but it's hard to, it's hard to get into a movie. I mean, we do those episodes where it's sort of analyzing a film and not just our fondness, but, uh, and it's hard to analyze those movies and not get into everything that's wrong <laughs> with them. That's true. Um, but I, I don't know if any, I don't remember anybody asking for those either. Um, the, yeah, I, nobody did. Nobody did. But Hey, they're not always going to get ones they asked for. That's true. So we'll just have to see. I will say that um, that visually, the movies can be interesting in certain ways, those movies. And mm-hmm. the backstory around the, mm-hmm. the making of the movies is interesting. So a guy that commented on actionfeatures.net, Jack, uh, Jack Thursby, he, he has started a website, 1995batman.com. And it's going to kind of delve into the creation of the Batman Forever film. I don't know if he's ever going to tackle Batman and Robin. But he was very nice. He actually emailed me beforehand, before he started the website, and said, and asked, since I do 1989batman.com, which covers the 89 Batman film and Batman Returns, he asked if I had plans to do a site devoted to Batman Forever and the Schumacher films. And I said, no, I'm definitely not going to do that. And he asked would he, if I minded if he would do one, and he kind of called it, a name that was reminiscent of mine, 1995 Batman.com. And I thought that was very kind. He didn't have to ask to do that. Yeah. Um, But he actually commented, he listened to the episode and uh, he has a website, 1995 Batman.com, which will do a lot of what I did with 1989 Batman.com and delve into the creations of the film and the backstory and deleted scenes and production and all that stuff. So it is an interesting thing to look at, the production of the film. It exists. Um, if yeah. you're into like Batman, I like behind the scenes stuff, no totally. matter what the movie is, yeah. pretty much. And I do find it very interesting, the evolution of Batman Forever, yeah. the third Batman film, and where it came from, and design work, and all that stuff. Yeah. How it kind of departed from what the Burton films were. So yeah, check out 1995batman.com. I like And the, thank you, Jack Thursby, for listening to the episode. Yeah. I like just the con- uh, continuity of yeah. having two websites devoted to two different things and but with the same name so you guys yeah. are sort of like a team now it's really of neat. yeah it's covering, really really cool I, I i still need to share it on my facebook page but it is really neat it, it is neat that somebody is taking you know an, another segment of the batman thing and, and correlating it to to 89 batman.com i think that that's that's really cool yeah. and I'm, I'm pretty honored that he's Correlating it with my site, like yeah. he could, he could have chosen to just do his own thing and could have you know, done nothing it. to do with me or 
or, you know, kind of shadowing what's, what's being done over here and kind of doing something that's, cause I mean, I'm sure he wants to do his own design choices and his own thing, but to kind of go, okay, I'm kind of paying homage to yours and I want to create mine that it kind of mirrors yours. And that way that's two. Let's things. be a team. It's, I think it's really cool. Let's it's be a team. Really, like, really like a, like the Centurions. Yeah. Yeah. Like the Centurions team from Kenner's. Yeah. Uh, okay. So yeah, we're not doing GI Joe this episode. We're going to alternate episodes. This episode is going to be a free for all. We will get to G.I. Joe, the animated movie. I think we'll probably do that next episode. I'm down. Uh, you went back and made a list. I checked it twice. Of all the stuff. Because I lost the original list of all the movies. You went back and made a list of all the movies that we need to cover. That were requested on Facebook, yeah. yes. So we're gonna, we will get to all of them in time. But this episode's a free-for-all. In due time. The real main thing here that we need to talk about is the closure of Toys R Us. It's closing. We, it was Closing kinda, time. Yeah, like the song. Dun, 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 dun. We all knew it was coming. I mean, when that when co- the company that bought out Toys R Us has done this before, where they load up the company with debt and pay dividends to the guys. Yeah. You know, the, the big wigs and stuff. And then they kind of just leave it a hollow shell and you know, walk away from it. So it, it, was, it was kind of a known thing that it was going to happen. It still sucks that it happens. There's always a chance that the MGA Entertainment guy will be able to raise the funds to be able to buy Toys R Us Canada and I think 100 to 200 of the most profitable U.S. stores. And he's actually started to go fund me to get the funds. Go fund yourself. Here's the thing. A lot of people are looking at it like they've already raised $200 million on their GoFundMe. Yeah. If people, and these are news agencies that are saying this. If people took the time to look at the GoFundMe and the, the pledges that have been made, that two hundred million is from the guy that started the GoFundMe, oh. the, the guy from MGA Entertainment, that he pledged the two hundred million dollars to start with. So they've raised forty eight thousand dollars. Okay, so which is not much. Not much. Uh, but people keep on saying it's going to work. They've already raised two hundred million dollars. No, that that was to start with. He put in the two hundred million dollars. Yeah. They still got to get to a billion dollars, and they've so far only raised forty eight thousand dollars. But he's made an update on there that that really the GoFundMe is just so that people can get involved and to get the na- the word out there that they're trying to save it and that people can feel like they're taking a proactive approach to it. Um, that he believes that regardless of the outcome of the GoFundMe, that he'll be able to raise the funds amongst his consortium of, of yeah. different toy companies to do what they want to do, to save Toys R Us Canada and save the Toys R Us name. And he save believes the that they'll be able to do it, which to me, that's great. That's great. I really hope that it is true and they, they can get it together to at least save some of the stores, even if it's just only Toys R Us Canada, to at least have the Toys R Us name and stores continuing on. Yeah. Because if Toys R Us Canada survives under these guys, there's always a chance that they'll bring it back to the U.S. Well, you remember what happened with Little Caesars. I remember what happened with Little Caesars. They were here? They were here. They were gone. They then, came back. Then they weren't. And now they're back with now the they're back And they're, they're the best deal going when it comes to pizza. Maybe it's not the best tasting pizza, but it but, but it is the best. It deal. is hot and ready. It's hot and ready. It's five bucks for pizza. They had a lunch combo deal. It's four dollars, and you get a, a little pan pizza with breadsticks. Who's not going to do that? I did. Well, I didn't do it. I didn't know about oh, it. But okay, well, you're not going to do that. But somebody should do it. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, but exactly what you're saying though. Yeah. If you keep that the name alive and keep it going in Toys R Us Canada, and then. As things blossom and they hopefully 
go right for them. Because a lot of the problems with Toys R Us that they had call, were caused by themselves. And then this this takeover right. by this company is really what was the nail in the coffin. Right. Now, with different people in charge and you know a, a different mindset going into it for Toys R Us Canada, they can maybe turn that into something that's profitable yeah. and then carry it over back to the U.S. So I'm, I'm crossing my fingers. But as of now, we're looking at Toys R Us stores closing. Well, that is the upside about it. And that's the upside yeah. of the, the type of marketplace that we have here. And but I mean, going back before all this happened, we had complaints about Toys R Us and the way that things sort of were handled and the way that um, the selection that was, yeah. you know, and, and all those things like a giant, a quarter of your store is, is a baby's R Us and you already yeah. have a baby's R Us and, and um, things like that. And so now this is a chance to wipe the slate clean sort of and figure out what was working and what wasn't. And also I heard that uh, KB toys might be yeah, they're coming, coming back. back in sort of rising up in the, in the, in the place yeah. or this has left a void really that's allowed them. I don't want to say allowed them to do it, but well, they were um, KB toys. The people that bought out K- the KB toys name, the way they, they phrased it. And the thing I read was that they had plans to do this. They had plans to bring back KB toys, yeah. but now they've moved those plans forward with the in light of toys R Us going yeah. under. Um, and their plan is now is to have a thousand pop-up stores open for the holiday season this year okay. in malls and things like that. Um, and then after the holiday season's over to look at the most profitable ones and keep those keep as those. regular fixtures in those malls. So, so that to me is a win because I like KB toys I do too. and I like the idea of a smaller, um, although they're talking about a chain, KB always seemed like a smaller, sort of uh, independent yeah. store. And as much as I like Toys R Us, it was a big chain mm-hmm. and maybe too big for them to really handle. Cause everything's handed down by corporate. And yeah. you think about like uh, Johnny's toys around here and those types of shops were, had control of what they were doing. So Johnny's, Oh, Johnny's toys is out of business now, but um, maybe for some of the same reason, maybe it was just, it was too, it got, it was too big of a place. And, yeah. Um, but for disc, you know, discounting things to, to keep product moving, they're able to do that instead of waiting for. Yeah. Uh, well, here's the thing though. If Toys R Us makes it through this, which right now they're closing. I mean, there's all the Toys R Us around here are having closing sales. Um, they all have the going out of business signs up. So I don't know if they've already targeted which ones were the most profitable and those aren't doing this right now. I have no idea, but I, I, I think that all of them have the going out of business sales up. Um, because they're treating it as if they are going out of business. Yeah. This deal is not a for sure thing. Um, if they survive somehow, if they, if this buyout happens and some of the stores stick around, and if the KB stores come back, all the people that are sharing the news about Toys R Us saying, oh man, it's so sad, and changing their Facebook profile pictures to always be a Toys R Us kid, and all of these people... If these things come back, you have to support it. You can't just be sad when it goes away, but when there's a chance to save it, do nothing. Then still go back to the same mindset of, well, this is cheaper at Target. I can buy this on Amazon and it's cheaper. Yeah. You have to understand that you're shopping in a specialty store, that 
if you want toy stores, a true toy store to survive, you got to shop there. And yeah. it may mean that you pay a buck or two more on certain things. But if you want the toy store to survive, if you want to be able to take your kids to a toy store, if you want to be able to have another option to buy things other than going online and buying it, if you want to be able to go to a store and inspect your NECA figures before you buy them because half the time they have two left legs or they've got a bad paint app, and you want to be able to go into the store and look at it first, uh, then you have to support it. You can't just sit idly by and go, well, KB's back. That's good. I'm still not going to shop there because it's too expensive. Or, hey, Toys R Us survived. Still not going to shop there, though, because I can do my – I can buy the whole case online and it's cheaper. I did it online. Yeah. Well, then it's just going to go under again. Yeah. It's just going to go right back under again. That's the rub. But So for me, I'll pay a buck or two more to, to get something at KB Toys. And I'll pay a buck or two more to get something at Toys R Us if it means that I have a toy store for my kids in the future. You know, mm-hmm. I, I understand that I'm – I'm, I'm, I'm buying the toy, but I'm also buying the service almost. Yeah. And I'm buying a toy store service, the service to have a an actual physical brick and mortar toy store. So please keep that in mind, just like you're willing to pay a couple bucks extra when you're, you know, to go to a convention and you see it at a convention. You're like, well, I can probably get it cheaper online, but I'm here and I'm, I'm at a convention and I know this guy got it set up here. Think that, have that same mentality when you go to Toys R Us and when you go to KB that you're not buying from Amazon and you're not buying from Walmart and you're not buying from Target because those guys, their whole mentality is to price the other places out of business. So they're selling stuff at a loss right now to put those other places out of business. And once those other places out of business, then they can do what they want. They have free reign then. They have free reign then. So it's almost like supporting a local business now or supporting a mom and pop endeavor when you now buy from KB if they pop up. And Toys R Us, if they come back, you have to understand that you're almost supporting a small business now. You're at least supporting, uh, how do I put it, a thing that could be extinct. Exactly. So, I don't want uh, Toy Stores to be extinct. I really yeah. don't. It yeah. really makes me sad. Like when I saw the going out of the sales in there and looking at my Toys R Us that I've been going to since I was a kid and thinking that it was going to be gone and that that's it. And that Gracie, who's only three and a half now. Um, that, you know, when she's a teenager and adult, will she even remember this? Like, will she remember at all going into a toy store? The boys, yeah, it's safe. They've had years of memories of going to Toys R Us, but I don't know if Gracie will even remember it other than seeing pictures and being told about it. And that made me really sad to think that she may grow up without any memories of toy stores. That's crazy to me. Kids should have the memory of going to a toy store and looking forward to going to a toy store. Yeah. We were looking through that Toys R Us big book, that holiday book, and I was getting sad thinking about that even. that the ho- I remember how much as kids we loved looking through those holiday catalogs, catalogs. and what was coming. And you know, it was almost like a, like a buyer's guide or a shopping guide for yourself and to think that that's going to be gone. Yeah. There's no more Toys R Us holiday book. That's, that's crazy. Yeah. You know, just sad. The other thing I find funny, and I don't want to dwell on this Toys R Us thing too much, uh, is the vultures, the people coming out of the woodwork that their first thing when they read about the, the going out of business, when does the sales start? When does the sales start? What, what, what percentage are they going to be off already? It's like, dude, these people are losing their jobs. These people that aren't being given the severance, people working in the stores, they have to go find a whole new thing to do. They've got to say goodbye to friends that they work with. They've got to say goodbye to a livelihood. 
And all you're concerned is how much percentage off you're going to get off of Marvel Legends. Well, you know how those people are. That's terrible. You know how those people are? They're, they're horrible people. We used to their do, main concern is, is what sale they're going to get. We used to see these types all the time when we had the toy store. Yep. Uh, I'm not going to name any names, but um, one guy was going around on Star Wars figures and bending all the cards. He would buy ones for himself and then bend the cards on all the and other every ones. Every other location. Right, so that he would have the only mint ones yeah. in the area, and he would jack up the price on them. Yeah, he would go to Target. What are you doing? Because he couldn't buy them all. So you'd go right. to Targets and Walmarts, and every time he stopped, he would bend the cards. Yeah. So that way there would be no mint figures other than the ones he bought. That's terrible. So those are the type of people that are, you know, yeah, that are doing the, this. the vultures are trying to just. And it, it was crazy to me, you know, stuff that before the going out of business sale, like Playmobil. Playmobil was on sale for like a week before this whole thing went down for, I think, 20, 25% off, something like that. And nothing was moving. They just weren't moving. Right. And I was tempted to pick up a couple of things since Playmobil is fun. And they had the Ghostbusters Playmobil, which I hadn't bought yet. Um, and then I heard this whole thing. I was like, oh, they're going to start the going out of business sales soon. Um, and I have a feeling that all this stuff's going to get cleaned out by these people, even though it's only going to be, it's going to be less than what it's on sale for now. Yeah. They're going to clean this out. And so we went that night and I'm like, I'm going to buy some of these Playmobil sets. You know, I've been waiting to buy some. I, I don't know why I hadn't bought any at this point. They're on sale right now. I don't want to be, I don't want to see these vultures pick through this stuff. So I bought a bunch of it. And then the next day, two days later, the going out of business sale started. And so that 20 to 25% sale went off and it switched to a 10% off sale. And then they got cleared out because everybody heard going out of business sale. I'm going to get over there. Had you been in support of this store, you could have had that at even cheaper price a week before. But now you... You hear this and you know you can go in and get the deals now. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you got hosed. I'm glad you paid more than you would have paid a week ago yeah. for all this stuff because you were preying on the death of Toys R Us. All right. There's that. Playmobil's uh, cool. We were talking about this the other day. Yeah. I loved Lego as a kid and I was a, a Lego loyalist and I would compare the two inevitably. Um, but Playmobil had some really, really, really cool stuff and I missed out on a whole lot of it. I had like one or two... You know, the mini sets would yeah. be like a figure with a accessory or something. Um, the figures themselves are kind of nondescript. The figures are know? are maybe the down the thing that I they like are. the least about them. But, but everything else is so cool. Yeah. Like we got all the Ghostbusters sets. You can't you can't build as creatively with them, and I think that was my thing. But yeah, if you're into building like your own thing, like yeah. if you're into creating your own ship or your own. Uh, playset or something. It's not as as good for that. But for having toys. But for having cool vehicles and stuff that yeah. still have some buildability to them yeah. and some customizability to them, they're awesome. Like their Ecto One is so cool. The Firehouse is so cool. Uh, they're just really neat toys. Like they're Dur- very they're cool. very durable. They're very durable. They're very um, and it's neat that it's interchangeable between, you know, you can have a pirate mm-hmm. set and this Ghostbuster set and then just like a, a plane and they're all working together. Like they all work together. It's, man, they're really cool. They're really neat. I, I we got, we're trying to space out as we open them so we don't open them all at once. We kind of enjoy each set as we mm-hmm. open it up. Um, man, they're so much fun and they're, they're inexpensive really compared to what Legos cost. Yeah. Like the firehouse set is much cooler in my opinion the Lego Firehouse is. The Lego Firehouse was like 300 bucks or something. 
And the Playmobil is like 60 bucks. Yeah. That's crazy. Take this. Take I'll take the $60 one. I'm it's not, more fun. I'm not, I'm not throwing rocks at Lego. Lego's fun. Yeah, Lego is They're what expensive it, it is what it is, and they are expensive. They're really expensive now. I'm just, uh, I'm not trying to sell Playmobiles either. Yeah. I was just, you know, commenting no, on how, like, now as an adult, I can see, like, really man, fun. I really kind of missed out on. Uh, yeah, they're really fun. They're really, really cool neat and, sets. And really, uh, I, after getting the Ghostbusters ones, we're looking at other sets, like, that'd be fun to get that I set. could have a castle. Out. Yeah, Gracie was looking in the aisle. She's like, I want that one for my birthday. I want that one for my birthday. Picking all these other cool ones. And I'm like, yeah, it would just be fun just to have. This cool set that they've got sitting here, just just to play with. Yeah. Um, there was one other thing I want to mention with Toys R Us. I'm a little worried about um, NECA and Diamond Select Toys. Oh yeah. Diamond Select Toys, they have a good foothold in comic shops. It's cool, but they do have a lot of lines where they do a Toys R Us version of stuff, and I wonder how much of that goes into the planning and the budget of mm -hmm. future lines, like with the Ghostbusters line. They have a whole Ghostbuster Select line, and I wonder at the loss of Toys R Us, what that's going to do to the future plans for a lot of their stuff. If that really is a big part of their budget, is knowing that Toys R Us is going to pick up X amount of these. I hope that it doesn't mean a loss for them yeah. on certain lines, or that they have to rethink certain things. Uh, because I, I want them to finish off that Ghostbusters sure. line. I want those real Ghostbusters figures. Uh and I want NECA to survive, too, because NECA, I mean, they have NECA reps that go to all their stores. Yeah. Um, what the loss of Toys R Us is going to do to their bottom line. So, yeah. Okay, anyway. All right, so what else do we want to talk about? Well, uh, I want to note that DC is putting out a Death of Superman animated movie. Yeah, it's a two-parter, I believe. Oh, is it? Okay. I'm already disappointed. I do not care for the animation... Myself, he looks like a child, but... And I, he's got the new 52 outfit on. Right. Why would you do that? Right. That didn't happen in the new 52. That's classic Superman story. I don't know. That's already a step in the wrong direction. Yeah. Gotham, I Gaslight was awful. I mean, it was truly awful because they moved away from the source material so much. Yet something good. It's it's like they, they got it right on Batman Year One. They got it right on Batman Dark Knight Returns. They got it right on Justice League The New Frontier. And it kind of felt like they were getting things right again. Like, okay, you understand that you're adapting this comic that's popular. There's a reason that people want to see it in an animated form because they like the story the way it is. And then they kind of took a step back with Killing Joke where it was like half good and half made up crap that was terrible. Um, and then Gotham by Gaslight is just awful. I mean, it's awful. Hmm. It's just so far away from what Gotham by Gaslight the story was, that it's it, you don't even recognize it as Gotham by Gaslight anymore. Other than the fact that it's a Victorian Batman chasing Jack the Ripper, it's just completely, it's like they didn't understand that, yeah, but it worked. The whole thing worked. Yeah. The art style worked. The story worked. Now you've made it an art style that really isn't Mignola or that way, well, and it's not the story that they tell in that book. And now seeing that immediately, they don't even bother to do the designs of, Death of Superman. That's oh well, we're going to do new New Fifty Two Batman, uh, New Fifty Two yeah. Superman. What's the point then? What are you doing? Already you're going, you're already taking pieces away from what made it. I don't know what it was. Uh, no interest. Already lost interest. You lost interest. Already lost it. The minute I saw the New Fifty Two Superman outfit, like okay, well you're already changing things, so no, no thanks. You had this is your second second chance to do Death of Superman right too. They already did Death of Superman. It was like their first animated movie, and they already messed it up the first time. Oh, did they? Yeah, they did it, and it was terrible. 
So here's your second chance to do it right. And you're already going, well, this is what we changed. Everybody hated your first one because you changed so much stuff. Mm. So now you're going to start the second one and already changed stuff. What are they doing? Stupid. Stupid. Well, I just wanted to note it in case anybody was... In case you're looking forward to it, don't. Looking forward to it. Uh, Black Panther is now the highest grossing superhero film oh, yeah. in the U.S. of all time. Yeah, that's cool. I don't think it'll last. I think that the Avengers well, Infinity it, Wars are already going to take that yeah, title. Yeah, it can't. I mean, I think we're at a point now where each one is either going to top it or they're going to completely flop or flop like justice league. Yeah. Um, well for Marvel it's like, you got these movies like Ant-Man and stuff who might, they might do okay. They're not going to break uh, a record. But. Yeah. But when you have a big, uh, black Panthers, a tent pole, it is. Movie, and, and you know, it's got a lot of, of media backing because it's being, I think that's it, kind sold of a lot of the yeah. first African American superhero film, which is, I think a detriment to the other super black super. Yeah, it's not true. It. It's not true. Um, it's kind of not acknowledging the, the blade films. It's not acknowledging even films like steel. It's not acknowledging that. It's how about not acknowledging how about meteor man. Yeah. It's not acknowledging spawn. How about blank man? So I think that's kind of, spawn? that's kind of not cool to kind of brush those away because they were, it was groundbreaking. The, those films yeah. took those risks and did those things before this film did it. Well, um, I have a problem simply with, creating an, uh, making an article or making a statement that is just false. This yeah. is, this is the first one ever. Well, that's false. If you want to create an article, that says, let's, let's map out the history of African American superheroes on film. And this is the pinnacle of it. Yeah. Then fine. Write well, that I, article. And I, I would completely agree with that. And this you, is, this is far and away the, the biggest budget, the biggest opening, yeah. the biggest, you know, um, it's it's the biggest effort put into a African American superhero film. It's the, the the one where they they took the the biggest risk on a budget and they did the yeah. most the biggest opening and the most merchandising and the, the most important of all of them to come out so far. Yes, but to, to tout it as the first ever is ridiculous. Yeah, it's ridiculous. It's just it's it's false is all. Uh, so, but but yeah, it has full media support. Yeah, so that's probably helped big time. Totally. Uh, and not much competition at the box office too. That has also yeah. probably helped. Dethroned uh, Star Wars. La- yeah, I think. it uh, well outpaced. Yeah, Star Wars: Last Jedi. I mean, it's still going. It's only been out for yeah. however many weeks, six to eight weeks, something like that. Um, yeah, it, it trounced the Last Jedi. Uh, speaking of the Last Jedi, is there anything else you want to say about Black Panther before? No, no, no. That's... Speaking of the Last Jedi. Um, it's you know it's fun is to go to the Last Jedi's uh, Star Wars the Facebook page and look at any <laughs> Last Jedi posting about the release of it on Blu-ray and count the negative comments. Everybody, it, it, it's overwhelming the amount of hate for the Last Jedi now. Yeah, um, I think we we've moved past the point where people are in super defense mode of the Last Jedi and people are now accepting the fact that the Last Jedi is an awful film. Well, yeah, I, I'm wondering if it's still around fifty fifty um, because I know that. There's probably uh, more incentive for somebody who hated the film to comment. I agree. Um, and so I do. I it is overwhelming. Uh, the majority are just negative yeah. comments. I, I you see one, one or two people pop up here and there s- defending it. But they don't usually defend it. It's usually well, like, yeah. oh, cue the butt hurt comments. Yeah, they don't. It's almost always that. That's a that's side. an interesting aspect of it too. Yeah. It's, I don't, it's almost a phenomenon that the people who are defending it 
they they're not defending it, but just name calling to other people. Yeah, and people are saying they hate the movie. They have reasons why they hate are the movie. just saying, well, I didn't like this, this, and this about the movie, and I'm not I'm doing not this anymore. Yeah. and so I have no, I haven't seen it. I'm I'm thankful that I'm I'm like clean. So I'm just looking at this from the outside, and I'm like. There's, you know, all these people have all these reasons why they don't like this thing. And then there's these other people who are seem to just because it has Star Wars stamped on it. They're going to get on here and then call other people names like, yeah. well, you're butt hurt and you're a fanboy. Well, wait a second. Why are you upset? I mean, you liked it. That's cool. That's fine. Why are you upset? Uh, so anyway, here's the thing that is interesting dichotomy is the is the ones that blindly still support, it, even though they're acknowledging that they hate it and they don't like it. Well, I still have to buy it because I have all the other Star Wars movies. I saw no, some of that. No, you don't. Yeah. No, you don't have to do that. Yeah. You don't. It's That's telling them it's okay. That's saying right. that here's right. a product I hated, but I'm still going to buy it. So all they see is that you bought it. They don't see the, the comments that you hated it. Right. They just see that you bought it. Yeah, you got to let the sales you have go to, down. Yeah, if that's you wanna... the only way you can show that you don't like something is don't support it. Yeah. Um, that's the only way to send a wake-up call to certain companies is that if you don't like it, don't support it. Because yeah. if you support it and you then tell somebody somewhere that I still didn't like it, but I bought it. No, they don't hear all that. They don't hear you say you don't like it. They don't hear you. They don't see the fact that you're not watching it or that's just sitting on your on your shelf. Don't buy it. Well, the company doesn't hear it. Yeah. All they see is, well, the, the numbers, sale, well, the sales well, are still $20, pretty. $20, he bought it. Sales are pretty solid here. They still here. seem good. Yeah. I'm not buying it. I, I will never buy that right. film. Um, I know you won't. Yeah, there's no reason for me to spend $20 on something I hated. Uh, it's that that's silly to me yeah. to to say that hey here's twenty dollars more of my money yeah. in support of this film that you I think there's a certain pay. there's a that's a mindset and uh, I've been that way in a, a being a completist it's called being you know you're yeah, being there a is completist yep. and um, I'm I'm guilty of it too but I'm right. I've done my best now to stop doing that well that's what I that's where I was going is yeah. if we can get anything from it it's um, you know, I'd like to encourage people and encourage listeners uh, to not do that. And I have to, it's so freeing to, to not be a slave to something yeah. and be spending money on things that you don't necessarily want or need or like, you definitely don't need it. You probably don't even want it or like it. And, yeah. you know, buying these things just because um, I've been there and done that. And it's just, it's so much better to evaluate yourself and look back and say, Oh, wait a second. Do I actually want this thing even or am i just trying to I fill just, a spot i've always had like i've always been buying it. right i've so had I gotta, this these these daydream fantasies in my head for the longest time that people are going to come to my house and they're gonna see my dvd library and they're gonna they're gonna look through each one and be and marvel at all the things that i have they they aren't it's, it's never happened if anything somebody's come over and said oh oh god it's too much well look at all you have yeah well, I'm, okay. I'm guilty, and I still catch myself sometimes, especially with comics. Yeah. Where I'm bu- I've been buying a comic for so long that it's tough for me to stop buying it. But and it gets so bad, and I still buy it. Yeah. Um, but I mean, that's the thing with comics, though. They're, yeah. They're just cheap enough. They're just cheap enough. And, that's and, the thing. And it's it's just one more in the it's line, and you keep thinking line. like, well, maybe well, this will get this milestone that I'll stop. Maybe, maybe it'll get better. Maybe it'll get better. Maybe it'll get better. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, that and that in that regard, I'm guilty of it. But when it comes to like toy lines, or when it comes to movies, or uh, those kind of things, where it's it's a big investment each time that I have to buy it, that I'm really I've tried to stop myself from going. Okay, it's not going to affect anything if you don't own this one. If you don't buy this one, it's not going to affect anything. 
nobody's gonna, like you said, nobody's going to come to your house and go, you're missing this one. Why are you missing this one? Right. Um, be happy with the things that you've got and the ones that bring you enjoyment appreciate those and, yeah. and keep buying the ones that bring you enjoyment, but don't buy something that's going to frustrate you. Yeah. That's why it was with Motu classics. When I gave those up, it became such a frustration. Like, why am I doing this? This is not enjoyable. Yeah. I'm doing this just because I've been doing this. Yeah. Don't buy frustration. That's, that's silly. Yeah. Don't buy that. Don't buy it. All right. The other thing I wanted to mention with uh, the last Jedi is Hasbro admitted the failure of the last Jedi toys. Really? Yeah. There was some press conference or some, Thing where the, the president of the Hasbro, I don't know who the exact guy was, and I'm paraphrasing it here. He expressed that that they, that their marketing strategy for the Last Jedi was a failure. Uh, I don't know if it had to do with the marketing exactly. Strategy. He said that we rolled it out way too early. Mm. That rolling it out in September, it was on the shelves too long before the movie came out in December, and the the toys well underperformed. What happened with uh, Force Awakens? Exactly, and he said we tried to repeat the strategy of Force Awakens, and it didn't work this time. Well, what's the difference then? Mm. Why? It, oh, well, for and the article was trying to say that there was a pent-up um, want and yearning for Star Wars stuff for The Force Awakens that yeah. wasn't there. Yeah. Well, that's and that's partially that's true. partially true, yeah. That's partially true. But it's not like we had a drought before... The Force Awakens, really. There I mean, was always yeah. been Star Wars. There were Star Wars figures right there's up to. Always been Star Wars. There hadn't been new characters per se. There hadn't been, but there but have been new figures. Yeah. of like the five points line, which I was collecting. And so, in that regard, it's kind of untrue. And I don't think they're acknowledging the fact that the Last Jedi itself was a failure. Yeah. Um, and that the characters involved in the Last Jedi weren't exactly things that kids would want to go. I want toys of that. I want a figure right. of that guy. And I want to reenact scenes with that person. And I want to, it didn't, it wasn't toy etic yeah. at all. The film wasn't, it's um, a, it's a big part. It's not Hasbro's fault. Yeah. I mean, all the toys looked great. Exactly. They were well done figures. It, but like you said, it is what it is. I heard somebody, somebody had said something about, um, I can't remember if it was force awakens or, or uh, last Jedi, but it was, somebody from the studio was concerned that Luke would overshadow all the new characters. And that's why, you know, he kind of wasn't, yeah. uh, maybe he's in force awakens. And it's like, shouldn't that tell you something? Yeah. Why don't you go to a store now and try to find a Luke? If a 30 year old, 40 year old character mm-hmm. is going to outshine your new characters, maybe you should, maybe you should give him a, a final. Yeah. Maybe you uh, should support that. And, and yeah, don't, don't push them off to the side yeah. so that to make your own, are you in the business of making money? Right. Because to me, that would be the thing is if here's a character that everybody sees and they want to enjoy yeah. and they want to, you know, go on the last adventure with, and they want to buy figures of him and they want to, you know, enjoy him. Why would you do the opposite of that yeah. and go, okay, well we know that would make a bunch of money and they'll make a bunch of people happy and come, make them come back to the theater make them buy the DVDs and make them buy the toys. But let's not do that. Well, they have other things. They have other things they, they want to do, and let's not get too far into it. Um, but yeah, try and find a Luke figure. Yeah. It's it's tough. I mean, every once in a while you spot a Luke, but he's tough. I mean, both the Lukes they did in that line, you you don't see him that often. You see plenty of Rose Tico, yeah. and you see plenty of the other, her sister, that was dead in the opening scenes, and you see plenty of um, all the other newer characters. Why do you make film. a bunch of totes? Yeah. Do an Indiana Jones line and do a bunch yeah. of totes. Uh, so they, but at least they they flat out admitted the failure of the line, which yeah. I thought was was nice to hear. Well, it wasn't their fault, but that's you know that's just another yeah 
So that, that they've changed the game plan for Solo though. So Solo toys, yeah. the movie comes out in May. The toys hit in April. So it's only a month that they'll be out before the movie comes out. I think also once again, Star Wars fatigue is, is oh, playing into this because you had Rogue One figures that were sitting for a year without really any original trilogy yeah, characters out or anything. Problem. And you just it just sat there and and then it was like okay here's more of this. It's just yeah. like, wait a minute, where was the break and where was I supposed People to get excited? People don't want just the toys from that new film. That's what I don't think they're getting is yeah. that they don't want, when Rogue One comes out, yeah, they want some Rogue One figures, but that's not all they want until the next movie comes out. They don't want just Force Awakens until Rogue One comes out. They don't want just Rogue One until Last Jedi comes out and just Last Jedi until Star Wars collectors are still there. They want the other trilogies too. They want the classic trilogy. They want the prequel trilogy. They want those characters. Still. I think attention spans are also part of this yeah. because now it's like a movie comes out and it's like, oh, it's the greatest movie ever. Again. Yep. It's the greatest movie in the world. I can't. Yeah. And then you and you, you forget about it a yep. couple months later. You're not, you know, it's not like the the other ones have had a long time to ruminate and and build. So anyway, okay, that's enough of uh, Star Wars. That's one, enough. One of, quick thing on the solo thing. Oh yeah. Uh, the solo posters. Oh, I'm going to talk about the posters. What, yeah. Go ahead. So the solo posters, first of all, were a ripoff of a artist's covers for, I think, like a... It was a series of jazz compilations yeah, from Sony. Yeah, compilations, Sony, Sony yeah. CDs. And these are a straight ripoff. Those posters, there's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. There's yeah. no way around it. They ripped them off. I mean, the color tones, the fonts, everything about it is just a complete ripoff of those covers. So that being said, they also now you want to, you want to say what what happens with Disney on the on the posters? I was more about the ripoff thing. Oh, okay, the about. art ripoff. I thought you were talking about the uh, the removal of the guns. No, I was just going to say how furious I was about the the art ripoff, the art ripoff and crazy. not really having any acknowledgement about it. I mean, it, every a bunch of people picked it up and yeah. was like, "Hey, this is going on." But there's been nothing said about it. There's Why? been no pulling of the posters. There's been no poster replacements. Right. There's been nothing. So there's a certain amount of ripping off that goes on in graphic design quite a bit. And it, but it's usually in the in the way of uh, layouts, formats, or like you might you might flip something, you might reverse it or something. But um, I don't know if it's a generational thing or whatever, but definitely there seems to be a laziness that goes mm-hmm. on and people just don't know where to draw the it's like it's like Rob Liefeld. Well, I just copied everything from this thing, and but I changed the colors, and I yeah. So now well, it's mine. So now it's mine. Well, it's not yours. It's not. You ripped it off. You haven't created anything. And for a company as big as Disney, when they probably hired out, they probably hired out. Although I think they probably they sh- most likely have their own advertising uh, branch. They probably hired it out, and they probably didn't check it. They probably they just assume that this is a thing. But whoever did that should be held responsible for totally. it, and Sony should be contacted, and then Sony should... Now, as far as the artist who did it, my guess is that he had a deal worked out with Sony, he did the artwork, and they that's paid it. him for it, and yep. that's it for him. Although it sucks for him to have to be the one to find it, see that, and say, whoa, wait a second, that's... That's mine. That's mine. Yeah. I did that, and not be compensated from one of the the, the biggest movie companies... Yeah. Not just movies, but all entertainment. And this is the biggest entertainment company in the world is stealing something from this guy who's probably making an artist wage. You know, yeah. Uh, it's the it was, thing too is it was infuriating was, for me. It's just like, I mean, I personally 
wasn't saying this, but I saw so many people saying, these posters are so cool. These designs are so neat. Look how cool Lando looks. These are such cool, neat posters. To see people saying that about basically your work, but it's not being treated as but you don't get work, yeah you don't get credit that for stinks, it. That stinks, man. That because I mean his covers they were really neat. I mean those album covers are yeah. really cool, and the solo posters. Even though I don't have any faith in the solo movie and I don't like the designs, the posters themselves did look cool. Yeah, they did. Um, so because because they got ripped off because real graphic else. designer did them. Yeah, and you know who knows how that went down. It may have been that the people at Disney saw these things and said make the posters like this. These Maybe. Are, and no, I don't see it on any major news outlets. Yeah. I don't see it anywhere. There should just be some, some just, checks and balances. And there's, I mean, being shared on Facebook is the only place I see it. Right. And that's just, it feels almost like it's Disney. So it's like, so you can't do anything so about it's it. It's not going to happen. It's not right. going to be out there. We're the it's rebellion and Disney's the empire. Yeah, so now. it's, it's really frustrating. If you have not seen this, you should really look up. I'm sure if you did a Google search and you looked up, I posted it on my Star page Wars a while back. Posters. And, yeah. Um, You'll see the comparison. Disney said that they were going to look into it. Is the last thing I saw, and I posted Disney. I'll do it for you. Here you go. And I posted the yeah, two side by side. It's been looked into. It's been looked into. This they is ripped stolen. us off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is a rip off. Um, but yeah, the new uh, these other posters. Where is it for? I don't know. Well, wherever it's for, they have photoshopped all the figures so that there's no guns whatsoever in any of the posters. Um, now, to to be fair and play devil's advocate, there is long. There's a long-standing uh, uh, precedent set for different posters in different countries being changed. being changed yeah. or being altered. Uh, sometimes modesty, like a James Bond poster for, I think it's Octopussy, where she, or no, it's for your eyes only, where it has the girl standing with the legs. She yeah. has a bikini bottom, but somebody painted jean shorts on her for a foreign poster. Those things have gone on for the longest time. Um, it, it's just, it's a little bit funny to me that. A film called Star Wars. <laughs> a film that's going to have, <laughs> it's going to be filled with laser guns yeah. and gunplay. I don't know. Are you trying to fool people into going well, to the, do you think they're going to be happy once they've. Yeah. I mean, what do you think they're going to expect? What's everybody, gonna everybody knows about Star Wars. So. Yeah. I, I don't. I, I don't understand I it. I don't know what this. Especially if, on the solo. Yeah. The job they did on it was so poor. Like it looks silly. He's just like looking off to the side. And he's got his arm oddly down. Well, yeah. He, the, <laughs> the shot is him pointing his pistol in like an action stance, and then they just drop the arm down to the side, and so it. it At that point, just, just do a different funny. poster. I that well, that's that's really the thing. Why didn't you do? You know, you got you're doing a photo shoot. Yeah. Do one for your foreign market where it's, you That's know, the thing. and then do another one. But it almost seems like an afterthought and it almost seems like. It's so bizarre. Like, like they're more than happy to cater to, uh, I, I don't know what stand, I don't know. I don't remember where it's from, but maybe, I don't know. Maybe they were contacted. Maybe they were. It just seems so odd know. to me. Like, why, why would you not, if that was a problem, why would you not? have a set of foreign posters that don't include the guns and a set of the yeah. U.S. posters that do and not use the same posters, just like weirdly photoshopped out. It's very odd. Yeah. It's, I don't know. It's weird. I don't know. Those posters, yeah, the whole thing about it is just a big mess. Uh, okay. What, do you, what else you got? Well, I have one more thing, and it's a positive we're thing. We're at 43 minutes, so we're doing fine. Okay. Uh, good. I have one more thing, and it's positive. And it is uh, Cobra Kai. I also have this written down somewhere. Okay. At first, I was like, 
man, get something new. Yeah. Please, can we stop just rehashing all this stuff, right? But I was kind of laughing at they've been putting out these little teaser trailers, and I find myself like I'm laughing at these things. I'm I like, think we, we may have mentioned how cheap they look. I think we did when the first one yeah, was the out. It was like, really ah, this looks cheap. But they finally showed the, the full trailer for it, and um, I'm in, man. I'm totally in. I mean, I'm not in because it's YouTube Red, and they're going to force me to, to pay yeah. for a service that I wouldn't pay for otherwise, mm-hmm. so I'm not in. But if I can ever get this on DVD then or I'm something, in. I'm in. Um, so it, it's it's obviously present day. Here's the thing that that I'm not I'm not that upset about it. For one, it doesn't seem to be taking itself too seriously. Yeah. Anytime they do a remake or a revisit, it's like we're going to change the world with yep. this. I mean, that seems to be the attitude. We're changing the world with our vision of it. No, you're ruining something. Yeah. This isn't taking itself too seriously. Two, it has the original actors in it, so it feels like they kind of just did it because they love this thing. Yeah. That's what it seems, sort of feels like to me. Also, we have joked about for a long time, a long time, <coughs> that Daniel is actually the bully. Yeah, and uh, Johnny's the good guy. Well, somebody else uh, yeah. started doing this now too. Yes. we did it first. We did this long, long time That's, ago. Our room has been bugged for the longest time. Yeah, but, but Daniel is truly the bad guy right. of Karate Kid. So yeah, there's and a, Johnny is the good guy. There's a video on YouTube now. Yeah, where somebody is picking this up. So it. Almost seems like whoever produced the show has sort of taken that and been like, okay, yeah, that's like there's that's how there's we're gonna, some, there's there's some validity there if you look at it. Yeah, there's some validity in because what you're saying. Johnny is Johnny's his life. He's at bottom. He's he's into alcohol. He's just he's got nothing he's going mess. for him. He bumps into some kids, and these kids are bullying this other kid. They're ganging up on this kid, and he beats all the he beats the crap out of all of them. Well, they they he gets knocked onto his car. His first right. concern That's is, right. "Hey, lay first off my concern. car!" Right. His first concern is the car. Yeah, and then they come at him, and then he beats the crap. He out beats of them. the crap out of these teenagers. And the kid comes up to him, and he's like, "Hey, what was that? Can you teach me?" And he says, "You know what? I will teach you." And he starts he starts his own dojo. Yeah, it's Cobra Kai. He's bringing back Cobra Kai. So he's taken his tattered life, right? And his mess, and he's going, okay, what's the one thing that I can do right is I can still do this. I can still do these things. I'm going to teach these kids. Yeah. Teach them how to defend themselves. And he, he, teach he, he even says in the trailer, he's like, I'm going to take you. It's basically like loser kids. Right. That, and even, it's almost like a comment on society where nobody fights back. That they're just yeah. kind of just like, oh, okay, you know, well, no. And he's saying, well, no, you're, you're going to get picked on. You're going to go through life being losers. Wang, just, you, you guys need... <laughs> Wangless, wangless dorks. Yeah, wangless dorks. Yeah. That these people don't stand up for themselves, and that they just, you know, they, they get pushed around, and um, and he's looking at it as an opportunity to, to teach kids to stand up for right. themselves and fight back, and don't don't be such a, a spineless society to right. actually, you know, step right. forward. Meanwhile, Daniel San, yeah, drives by. He goes home to his wife. He's like, I drove by today and I saw a sign of something I never thought I was going to see in thirty years. Cobra Kai. Cobra Kai. And and not uh, on my watch. Not on my watch. So you're a grown man. Somebody else is starting a business. Who are you to go? You can just stop yeah. him from starting a business. If he wants to teach karate, however he wants to do it, let him do it. Let him do it. You got your car place. He's it, not showing up and telling you not to sell cars, right? Because he's got Larusso cars, and he's having a great time in his commercials. Yeah, doing his fake karate kicks yeah. and. And oh, Johnny shows up Johnny, and makes fun of Johnny. Johnny shows up and he's I like, kicked his face. you kicked this guy's butt. And he's like, technically, I kicked his face. And, and he's, he's having a good time making yeah. fun of Johnny when Johnny's down to his luck. Johnny's, 
you know, he's he's <laughs> he's made his peace with the whole thing. You know, he's he's paid his dues. Daniel now. is the one who's hung up on something that happened 34 years ago. If I'm not mistaken, Johnny didn't want to do. He didn't want to. He didn't want to do what his uh, sensei, when his told, sensei him to told him to do. After that, he said he was sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Daniel. I'm he sorry. felt bad about what had happened. So, <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's he's paid his dues over the years, yeah. but it seems like Daniel is the one that still oh, has an axe to grind. I can't let Cobra Kai come back. Yeah. Well, what what do you? You've gone on with your life. You've got a wife. You've got your own car yeah. dealership. Uh, what do you care? Let Johnny do his thing. Because he's hung up on it. He can't let somebody else He can't have let John Cobra Kai come back. And he can't let Johnny the first be movie, he comes into town, starts talking to somebody else's girlfriend. Yeah. You know. Yeah, comes in. Besides, he's going to be Come on, man. man. He's going <laughs> to. You know. Hey. Whatever, Daniel. Uh, also, there's a. The, Mr. Miyagi beats up the teens. Yeah. In the first movie, and it's cool. No, no problem there. And now he's got a problem because Johnny's beat up some teens. Because Johnny fights well, back well, against well, the Well, guess teens. what? Heard you beat up a bunch of teenagers. No, I kicked up some. I, I kicked some jerks that were picking on some yeah. kid. Okay, he did the right thing. Just like Mr. Miyagi did. Yeah. Well, is it okay for Mr. Miyagi to do That's it for right. you, but not for Johnny for doing it for this other kid? I'm anxious to see how it unfolds. I want to see. Too. I want to see if they really stick to. Daniel's the bad guy. I re- Johnny's kind of the good I guy. I kind of don't want it to end up like they're going to have a tournament and Daniel wins because That's Johnny can obviously J- take him. Johnny can obviously take him. You, you see Daniel, <laughs> even the <laughs> he, little moves he's he does doing a, he does in a, the commercial. He does a roundhouse. There's a scene where he's roundhouse. Kicks that guy's drink. Kicks the guy's drink out of his hand. And he's got this weird skinny scarecrow <laughs> body and it, his moves are not good. But it feels like when you watch Johnny, it's like, whoa, this guy. Oh, yeah, he could take care of himself. This guy maybe has <laughs> a few moves left. I, I like, uh, what's his fit? The Daniel. Yeah. The actor. Oh, yeah. I like him quite a oh, bit, yeah. so I'm he's not, a, I'm picking on him. Uh, he's, he's, he seems like every interview I've ever read for him, everything I've ever Ralph seen. Ralph Macchio. That's he the, seems like a super nice guy. Yeah. Um, and I think he knows what's up yeah. in this show. It seems like he knows. He knows what's going on. What the score is. Uh, and it, it seems like. They're both having fun in the roles, yeah. you know. So um, I, I'm I'm tempted to get YouTube Red just to watch it. Yeah, I don't that tra- that last trailer just completely turned it around for me. <laughs> I went from thinking this is a cheap ripoff of the name, where they didn't really put much money into it, and I'm kind of sad to see these two actors stuck in this because it doesn't feel like they put any effort into yeah. it. But this last one, it was like, whoa, okay, you got me. I'm interested now. Yeah, I'm so- interested. Cobra Kai, the trailer. Look it, look it up if you haven't seen it. Um, That's the last thing I had. I did see one little tidbit today, and I have no idea how true it is. I mean, all stuff is just rumors, but they were talking about Meryl Streep possibly replacing Carrie Fisher as Princess Leia oh, in episode no, nine. No, 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 no. I That's... hope that that is completely bullcrap. Um, no. It's bad enough to try and recast one as a younger version, but... Yep, to try and recast him as an older version that we've just been reintroduced to, that's a horrible misstep. That's not good. That's why she should have... The death scene that they had in I, Last Jedi should have been the death scene. I'm still puzzled by that. Why they... Why in the world they brought did, her back and she really it, was ineffectual the rest of the film anyway. Why you take advantage of that? Use that death scene. Moment and, and... Just make that the death. Let her, let her go peacefully. I mean, all the fans... Yeah, had to do that, and it would be sort of cathartic to see it in film. But instead, you're going to try and I don't know what they're going to do. Keep this going, and then replace her. Replace her with somebody that's 
why not at least try and get a lookalike instead of yeah. another well-known actress? I mean, you're sort of tarnishing, you're crapping on the legend. I, uh, I the hope legacy that's there. not true. I yeah. hope that they don't recast. I hope that they, we don't even, oh, there's no CGI. No. Oh, it's just like, it's off screen and they don't even address it or that they move the story somewhere else that doesn't involve her. They say that she's somewhere else doing something <laughs> that they just leave it be instead of a recast of yeah. CGI or something like that. Just leave it be. That'd be foolish. Um, Speaking of lookalikes, did we talk about Death Kiss? No, we haven't. Oh, my goodness. We got to talk about Death we Kiss. We should have done this earlier in the podcast yeah. so that people didn't turn us off yet. Yeah. Death Kiss. Death Kiss. I'm so excited <laughs> about Death Kiss. I've watched the Death Kiss trailer like 30 times. Now, this looks very cheap. You can tell it it's a cheap, so cheap movie. But, but I'm so excited. But this guy looks like Charles Bronson. He looks dead on Charles Bronson. When you told me, look this up, I'm watching it, and I'm like, what is this? Because... I'm very familiar with Charles Bronson's yeah. filmography, but this looks new, and here he is, and he's walking out, and he's got a gun, and he's dressed like he was yeah. in 1970. What, what is, is what this? Is this? Is yeah. this? I couldn't figure out for a second if it was it, it, CG it or what it was supposed to be. How much this guy looks like Bronson. I mean, it's crazy. He looks quite a bit like him. Now, if there was somebody like that for Leia, yeah. then that could work. Yeah, maybe. But this is like, it's eerie, man. Yeah. Look up the Death Kiss trailer. It's basically what you wanted the new Death Wish to be. It's like a... It's like another Death Wish. There's, set in modern times. Yeah, It's it's following the, the evolution of Death Wish from the first yeah. one up until, what, five? Yeah. Um, where they got kind of cheaper and... It looks bad. I mean, I'm going to say it, it, looks, looks, it looks bad. It looks... Production looks bad. But what you're going to... cheap. What you're going to get from it is this guy who... It's like... They didn't even update his wardrobe. Really. He's just Charles Bronson. He's Charles Bronson. Straight from... 1974. It's like we got a Death Wish 6 and they just made it last year. And stuck him in this movie. He probably doesn't have many speaking lines. Uh, the guy doesn't really sound like him very much. but I thought his voice, vocally, like the sound of his voice, mm -hmm. in that one interview I watched on YouTube, it sounded like Bronson. He has an accent. He's, he's Belgian or something? or Yeah. But if they worked with him yeah. and got him to... Because, I mean, in that interview, he's just speaking. He's yeah. not trying to sound like... Bronson. He's not trying to sound right. American. So I'm hoping that they got a vocal coach with him. They got an acting coach with him and they get him as close to Bronson as you can. So now this guy was been around. Like you said, yeah, you want to do a new death wish movie. Why don't you get, this guy. get that guy, give him an acting coach, give him, get, put the budget behind it. it Paul Kersey doesn't have to say no, he doesn't much say anyway. Much. Yeah. Bronson. I mean, get I love Charles there. Bronson. Yeah. He was crapping out those movies at the end anyway. At the he wasn't yeah, putting I his, mean, his best acting forward. Canon was had gotten rights to yeah. those, and they were. He, it was well known that Charles Bronson really didn't want to keep doing those movies. Yeah, um, so, but why not do Death Wish Six? Yeah, with this guy. With that guy, I'm just gonna call this Death Wish Six. Uh, I hope he's got a real a name like Raul Persey or something <laughs> like that. That's really close to Paul Kersey. <laughs> yeah. So that way it just kind of feels like yeah. we move forward. Maybe they don't even have to name him in the movie. Yeah, it could be Nameless Guy. Sure. Just Nameless Guy. They can call him Paul. They can just say Paul. But they don't have to say his name. Man, this guy's around. It's a That was a prime opportunity for whoever had it. Because Death Wish did not do very well. Yeah. Critically or financially. Oh, yeah. It, it tanked. Um, but this looks like what you wanted. If you're a Death Wish fan, this is the movie that you wanted to see. It's at least the guy you wanted to see. Yeah. I mean, I'm saying all Death Wish. Yeah. If you take all the Death <laughs> yeah. Wish films, works and all. Yeah. Sure, the first one's classic and it's amazing and it's really a, a really good film. Yeah. 
Everything that came after it is mm-hmm. it's two's pretty good. enjoyable popcorn two's, film. Two's you know? decent. Like, Three is like okay, we've jumped the shark. It's way. over the top. Yeah. But if you enjoy all the Death Wish films, then you're gonna enjoy this one. We're gonna have to do some Death like. Wish. Uh, oh, for sure. Episodes. We got to do the Crackdown for sure. The Crackdown. That's now that's the one. <laughs> I'm making a sandwich. I'm making a sandwich. Yeah. Uh, what you doing in my apartment? Yeah. I'm making well, a sandwich. Okay, so wait, that's the crackdown. So what's what's three? Three is just Death Wish three, and that's the one with uh, Manny Fraker. Yes, that's the best. That's the best one. That's the best one. The crackdowns when he's taking on the drug dealers. Yeah, and that's and that's now four is the one with Freddie the Flake though. He's right? cracking down on five is the one with Freddie Freddy the, the Flake. Okay, and the uh, the remote control soccer ball. Soccer that, ball. Oh. Yeah. So if you watch that one and then you watch the Death Kiss trailer, then you're like, Death what? Kiss may be a step up from Death Wish five. Maybe. Uh, but three is where it's at. Yeah. Three is amazing. Um, it's, I, I'd resisted watching it for such a long time. <laughs> and then Chad and Matt, the guys that yeah. used to come to the, the toy ball, he was like, he brought it in. Let me borrow it. He's like, you gotta watch this. It's amazing. And I'm like, okay, sure. I'll watch it. I'll watch yeah. it. I'll watch it. And I turned it on when I like, I gotta watch this. Cause I told the guys I'm going to watch this. And I, I was like, I'll just start it tonight. It was late at night. If I remember correctly, it was late at night. We were just going to do like 10 minutes. Yeah, I was going to do like 10 minutes of it. I couldn't. I, I couldn't turn it off. I was. I was. I couldn't even sleep afterwards. I loved it so much. It's so great on so uh, many levels. Uh, Death Wish Three is. We got to do that one. We got to skip right to Death Wish. We can skip to Death Wish Three. It's who even needs the first. We two? can do like one and two, and then do three, four, and five, or something. Yeah. Like that, or well, we got to do three. Three is. A three must. is honestly. I think we had planned to do commentary on three. We should because three is about. so. I want to watch it again right now. Thinking about it, it's so <laughs> yeah fantastic. Hey, what's the problem? Hey, get, get lost, man. It's my car. It's my car. <laughs> what you care about this? <laughs> it's my car. Yeah. <laughs> Teet. 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 <laughs> it's going cl- to get some iced cream. <laughs> iced cream. It's a free country. Real stopping power. Hey, this is Manny Fraker. I need some more heat in my area. I need some more heat in my area. Thanks. <laughs> Yeah, and very polite villains. Yeah. <laughs> Why don't you come on down to my part of town? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so good. Manny Franker. I gotta I gotta get those out. I gotta it's so good, man. Revisit. Death Wish Three. <sighs> All right. Um yeah, okay. Before I forget, we always give credit. That was uh, the the intro song was called Black Gang Coffee. It's by Mike Watt. All right. Yeah. All right. Is that everything? I think that's everything. Next week we'll do. Not next week, but the the next show we'll do. I think we'll do Judge's movie. The more I think about Death Wish three, the more I want to do it right now. <laughs> so it's either going to be Death Wish three, it's going to be the G.I. Joe animated right. movie. It's going to be one of the two. One of the two. It's probably going to be Death Wish three. All right. Okay. All right. So we're going to sign off on this one, and we'll see you guys next time. All right.